0: This is and Ra of American Atheists, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. Once you assume a creator and a plan, it makes us objects in a cruel experiment whereby we are created sick and commanded to be well. I'll repeat that. Created sick and then ordered to be well. And over us to supervise this is installed a celestial dictatorship, a kind of divine North Korea Greedy, (laughs) exigent, exigent, I would say more than exigent, greedy for uncritical praise from dawn till dusk, and swift to punish the original sins with which it so tenderly gifted us in the very first place. (laughs) However, let, 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 let no one say there's no cure. Salvation is offered. Redemption, indeed, is promised at the low price of the surrender of your critical faculties.
1: Welcome to the Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, this podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honour, so if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at Rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore ca underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean.
2: All right, here we go. Welcome to CA. Today is Monday, December third, twenty eighteen. I'm Michael. I'm Dean. And this is episode number seventy-two. Here we go. And I see you're using shiny there. I, I yes. I so well. Let's we should take a minute to talk about shiny. <laughs> shiny is the completely unnecessary upgrade that I bought myself. Um. <laughs>
3: Before Christmas, even.
2: Before Christmas, yeah. I'm mean, fuck this. Um, so I bought myself a, a new MacBook Pro, uh, which has a gorgeous... The screen is is nice. It's brighter, you know, for the one program I use <laughs> on the computer for this podcast, GarageBand. Um, but no, no, so... But the other thing, so I was wor- we were working off the MacBook Air, right? Which only had four gigs of RAM, and... So now
3: you got double, that I got RAM. double
2: that, and, and it's shiny.
3: <laughs> it's very shiny. I'm a, What's that nice... Uh, uh dark gray like kind of matted color but then it's got the shiny apple on the back
2: yeah so this is this is a case
3: i oh, put a okay. case on it
2: and i also put a case on the on the keyboard like a, a protector on uh, the keyboard um just to keep out any possible dust i had the, i had it on the macbook air too i just don't to have ever had to deal with that shit but the track trackpad fuck the size of the track
3: there. i know it's huge it's enormous
2: and it's the force touch yeah so you can so. touch deeper into it and it it's it's very cool and has haptic feedback mm-hmm nice so but like most completely unnecessary completely unnecessary (laughs) but fuck is it beautiful
3: um you are so the perfect customer for max stuff yeah i'm I'm, it doesn't matter if it's great it just it's nice it looks nice yeah i'm i'm max wet dream
2: (laughs) or vice versa we're not sure
3: we're not sure a little bit of both
2: maybe a little bit maybe a little bit of column a maybe a little bit of column
3: b yeah, now in a way, you would protect her on the keyboard. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, oh, I'm gonna need a moment.
3: I'm gonna need a moment. Uh, how's it going, brother? Uh, it's going. You know, the old adage: uh, kids ruin everything. Right now, they're just ruining my sleep.
2: Yeah, and well, so the I can't exactly relate. I can <laughs> rel- relate a little bit. I'm still off work. Mm-hmm. Still nursing my my injury. Uh, it looks like. Uh, it's February. It looks like it's February when I'm back to work. So, I told, I told Shannon because Finn wakes her up mm-hmm. when he wants to, if he needs to go out in the middle of the night, he gets up on the side of the bed and he punches her with his <laughs> paw. He's like, Dum. you know, and it wakes her, She freaks her the fuck out. Yeah. Or he'll just stand there and he'll just breathe on her face. And Finn eats a raw diet. <laughs> so you can imagine how lovely that is. But, um, so I'm like, babe, just wake me up. Just wake me up. Like, I'll get up. It's not that big a deal. It takes me a solid yeah. 11 seconds to fall back to sleep.
3: Well, I mean, Kalisa used to eat raw diet and breath and farts and everything like that is better on a raw. Than oh, is it? Is it? it on, than it is on kibble, oh, for okay. sure.
2: I'll take your word for it. So anyway, so I have been, so Shannon woke me up like she so Saturday, Sunday, and this morning, she's woken me up. And just like you know, you know, uh, take him out. I'm like, sure, whatever. I go downstairs, let him out, does his thing, drives paws off, comes back upstairs, jumps up on the chair, lays down, and I'm back to sleep before my head hits a pillow. <laughs> it just has no, it doesn't impact me at all. Yeah. So and but I don't tell Shannon that now. She just heard me say it. So because uh, I can just fall back to sleep.
3: Yeah, with, So I, I, I'm the same way.
2: Yeah. And with her, I guess because of the way he kind of punches her to wake her up, she's up for like forty-five minutes or an hour, which yeah. totally, which totally ass rapes her night's
3: sleep. Well, Meredith's like that. If she's up, she's up. That's it. Oh, really? Yeah, that sucks. That's, it really sucks for her. Wesley's watching us. <laughs> he has his head yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: I think he's is is Buttercup poking her head out? No, no. They're gonna get hungry. They're probably gonna need to eat tomorrow, or the next day.
3: Um. Yeah, I mean, I usually get up with the with the boys if they need to be getting up with because Meredith wears earplugs, cause I snore, oh, um, okay. and now she just wears them because she can't sleep without them. Um, so even if I stop snoring, she still wear them. So I hear them more than she does. Right. I guess so. she has to wear earplugs.
2: She, you know what, 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 ha, what she does is if I'm laying on my, if I, cause I'm a side sleeper. Yeah. And I snore. I don't. Apparently, I don't snore as much as I used to before I had my nasal polypectomy a mm-hmm. bunch of years back, but, it, but what she does, she, she takes her finger and runs it down my side, and I'm ticklish, so, so I wake up laughing, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, babe, she's like, you're snoring, <laughs> and then rolls back over, so, yeah, uh, so, this week's episode is brought to you by shit you didn't even give a fuck about, uh, we got a shit ton of stuff to get to uh, in the news today, we got a bunch of audio,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but, so do you know about the 14th or no? Maybe.
3: That what you just told me about. Yeah. Do yeah. You,
2: you think so? You
3: think you can I, get it off? Well, we'll see. Okay. So
2: uh barring any complications, uh, we'll be having a a reformed Christian guest. Yes. I'm just gonna call him Ed. You brought up Ed last week. I know. But now we've got firm now we got things firmed up. Alright. Now we got things firmed up. So I said, with the email, I said, you know, what do you want to talk about? He said he wants to talk about the Reformed Christian worldview, Christian metaphysics. Which is what? Not, it's bullshit is what it is. <laughs> epistemology, which is hysterical, that a Reformed Christian wants to talk about epistemology. Because all they're going to say is uh, divine revelation. That's how they claim to know anything. At least that's how every Reformed Christian I've ever spoken to said, well, you know, it's like sigh, right? Yeah. How do you know? The same way you do divine revelation from God period, and a sentence. So the epistemology... I don't know anything
3: from divine revelation from God.
2: Yes, you do. You're just suppressing the, the, the truth and righteousness because you love your sin. No, that's not true. Of course it's not.
3: Everything <laughs> that I know is because I've either read it in a book, uh, heard it from uh, word of mouth, right. or um, it was... Yeah, so it was... Or seen it on a YouTube video, or whatever, and uh, and from a trusted source. I mean, no, I haven't looked up and verified everything that I think I know. Mm-hmm. But uh well, neither do Christian. It's come it's come from a from from a source that I find credible. Right. And uh and has even corrected itself in the past when when it has said something wrong. So oh. you know. So So that's where I get it so from. So you know the next thing I'm gonna say
2: is right? What? How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridic- I it's ridiculous. I remember actually
3: flipping the pages of the magazine. Right. <laughs>
2: How do you know you're not a brain in a vat? Well, let's have all these conversations. Um, okay, so we should jump right into this. we got a lot of audio to get to, including, including, and I'm, okay, so we're going to play, we're going to play some audio. It's a long clip, but you got to listen to it. Um, and the gentleman is. Oh, well, we're going to
3: make it. So yeah, you exactly.
2: But, but no, you're going to want to listen to it because it's about the, it's about the fact that the earth is flat. Oh God! Right now, I know you're yeah. Your are we eyes getting are,
3: are we getting into this? Uh, your eyes
2: are fucking rolling, um, but yeah, it's... my it's eyes are balls. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but what's They're funny is there's a globe is, in my head.
2: I don't want to make fun. So this this gentleman has a fairly pronounced accent. Which accent? Uh, the gentleman who's going to talk about the flat earth is he from the southern? <laughs> um, he 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 does have a bit of a drawl, but <laughs> how, however, so in one of the, in in one of the things he says. Um, do you think? Do you think we live on a on a ball of water? And I'm like, I had to listen back over to wait, it. Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Is this the video that you sent me before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I've but I want to talk about it because it's funny as fuck. I've seen that guy before. It's funny as fuck. So he brings out all of the he like that's it's it's a it's 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 a lengthy video because he brings out all the stops. He brings up all the stupid shit. And as a Christian, it's remarkable when you hear, ladies and
2: gentlemen, kids of all ages, when you hear the shit he says, and you're like motherfucker it's a christian singing this shit <laughs> but he
3: actually says that the earth like the bible says the earth is on four pillars
2: yeah so where the
3: fuck the pillars come from
2: um <laughs> ours is not to wonder why uh but yeah so we got we got a lot of shit to get to we got that and we got uh what else we got from ours audio is just to wonder why that's what we do we're human we have brian fisher um we ha we we got to talk about how we've we got to kill gay people before christmas
3: before Christmas, before Christmas, we're running out of time. We are, we We get
2: are on the, cl- we're on the clock. <laughs> we are on the clock. Um, we're also going to talk about the gift of prophecy. Um, and and a few uh, a few other things. Okay, a few other things. Um, but that's that's an. Uh, we've got we got probably more audio than we've ever had before.
3: Right. Okay.
0: But
2: I found. But they were all really good. I'm like, oh, maybe next week. I'm, nah, fuck it. We gotta do it this week, because uh, it's all really good. So, but, so from an actual story, story perspective, not too much stuff. Um, something local that has a huge impact. No, it's not gonna have. It's gonna have more of an impact on them, because I'm I'm gonna see to it that it does. And then we got we got a a survey.
3: Okay.
2: And uh, yeah, but let's no, start. A
3: survey. We're gonna
2: ask me what the answers are. No. The, where, do you want to talk about the gift of prophecy first? So you can ask for prophecy before well, we do the just survey. Well, it's like
3: that meme I read you right. It <laughs> says atheists have been uh, have been prophesizing that Jesus won't come back for the last two thousand years. <laughs> that's a, that's two thousand years of hundred percent true prophecy that we get no credit. No credit for, no credit
2: for <laughs> motherfuckers.
3: Okay, so
2: hey, I think we talked we talked about this briefly before, but it's now been it's now been quantified. Um <laughs> so the Secular Policy Institute or SPI has put together a report. What?
3: Secular Policy, policy Institute. So the, they're good people. It's a thing though? Yeah. That sounds really weird.
2: Yeah. Secular
3: um, Policy in, that doesn't make any sense. Yep. So this
2: so but what it is 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 it's basically it's a not for profit that of people that have come together with secular values and they're trying to, they're trying to push forward a secular agenda.
3: Okay. So to have,
2: to so to try to get secular bills before Congress, to try to, you know, to, to lessen the impact of religious dumbed, dumbedness. <laughs> uh, so. Um, like you just made up a new word. Exactly. Well, Christians do all the time. Uh, religious groups receive approximately... billion. With a B. Billion. Billion. (laughs) That's Jeff Bezos money. Yeah. Uh, Every year in income tax subsidies. Churches don't pay taxes. Right. So how are they getting subsidies? They get get subsidies. Um, And a further $26.2 billion in property tax credits. So we're up in the in in, in the sixties. They also enjoy a little over six billion dollars in state income tax savings. But they don't pay tax. And a further one point do one point two billion in faith-based initiative subsidies. Now, for all of us Mathians, that's equals an approximate total 70, close of to 70. $71 billion dollars per year. Can you say universal health care? <laughs> exactly. Just turn it around. Yeah. Um, tax the
3: churches is $70 basically. billion. Dollars. That's, that's more than health care. And this is not... That's healthcare health and education. Yeah. This is not
2: just... And we're not just picking on the Protestant church. Um, oh, I got into it with um, Chaddy. Oh, yeah. Hi, Chad. Uh, again, and uh, we've been going back and forth. The last, the last tweet that I sent him was basically, I think, I think I might be done with you. Now, this is of course not my 240 characters. This is, you know, this is an MS Word document that I type up, take a screenshot of, and then post to Twitter as a, as a photo comment so people can click on it and read the whole thing. But what I've noticed is over the last little while. What what Chad does is he,
0: oh. I, because mm-hmm. I'll
2: comment on something stupid AIG says, which is well everything. Um, for everyone not uh, familiar, AIGs is Answers in Genesis. Follow them on Twitter; they're always good for a laugh. Um, so I'll, I'll it'll be that, or it'll be like Way of the Master, you know Ray Comfort and Kirk Cameron, these these types of guys, or Frank Turek, or any of these bubble-brained. Christians who think they have the ultimate knowledge because somebody whispered it in their brain, uh, while we sit and suppress the truth and righteous and knowledge and all that shit. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll I'll take I'll take shots at them, and I wait for them. I'm I'm fucking dying. I have a massive erection, waiting for <laughs> them to engage me. Yeah. Now I don't think that I that they're certainly not obligated to engage me, but you would think, and this is something I said to Chad, it's like you would think. If these organizations have the truth, capital T, that when someone goes on and says, you know, what you're saying is demonstrably long and you link an article, or you do a comment or something like that. If someone was doing that to, to our Twitter feed, I'd go back on and say, back it up, bitch. Yeah. Give me some shit and I will admit to you that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Just like I did with Steve McRae. Um, but they don't do that. Right answers in answers in Genesis and Ken Ham because he has a book. Um, <laughs> he would never, he would never step down from his ivory tower to address a peon like myself. So Chad does it for him. Chad and all the uh, and, and the the ridiculous army of uh, religious sycophants that follow him around. So th- this is what Chad does. And so what I do is is I'll post something like, this is ridiculous. We know a flood never happened. right? post shit about the flood all the fucking time. Flood (laughs) never fucking happened, people. Um, No, it didn't, Chad. So, and then Chad will come on. Evidence. Exactly. So then Chad will come on and post something. And then I'll go in and I'll do a big, you know, five, six hundred word document plastered in there. And he doesn't respond to it. He just waits for the next thing and he takes pot shots yeah so I, I called him out I'm like, Trad, you're, Chad, you're basically a troll
3: yeah
2: like you you you're just a troll you you refuse to he was talking about trans you know, so he posted this one article about how apparently there's a six-year-old who has, who's identifying as transgender and and somebody said that well you know a, a doctor said that you know two years. Of uh, of HRT and some counseling, and he'll be able to hack his nuts off, like a doctor would say that. Um, and I'm like, no, that's completely that's not. not. That's, how that's it works. No, no doctor would do that. No, no doctor would perform, a, you know, a gender affirming surgery on an eight year old. No. not gonna fucking happen anywhere. I said, you know, I said some of the people that I know, they have to be on HRT for years. They have to go through counseling. They have to live as the gender they identify for years yeah. before they can do this. And kids are gender fluid anyway. I think a lot of times a lot hear, of you talk th- about this with your son. Yeah. Right? How he wants the word lipstick because he says he feels pretty yeah. or something. Like it's just, it's, it's so but I mean, kids, are,
3: they, 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 they don't care. And if, if they, maybe they want to be a girl because of something they saw on YouTube or whatever for mm-hmm. a little bit. But I mean, you do, exactly. Gender affirming surgery does not happen on kids. Yeah. Especially pre-puberty. Yeah. And so I called
2: Chad and I'm like, no fucking doctor would do this. No, no doctor anywhere would do this. Yeah, He doesn't respond to it at all. Just the next thing, I goes and he, po- and he pokes in on I'm Like you're, you're a troll. I think I'm, I might be done with you, yeah, because you're just a troll. He hasn't responded to anything that I've said on any of the posts since then. That was, think, that was Thursday or Friday, and I keep, you know, my, you know, I have a book. Well, your book is wrong, and I keep responding to all the dumb shit. Ken Ham, Ken Ham. Well, it's not Ken Ham, right? It's, it's all of his lackeys. Right? Yeah. Um, and nothing from Chatty from, Boy from Chatty Boy. So who knows? Anyway, hi Chad. So how do we get on that? I don't know. Um, taxing churches. <laughs> how do we get from taxing churches to that? Um, right. So anyway.
3: Oh, I, I uh, quick, uh, quick interjection here. Yeah. Um, Seventy billion would co- would not come anywhere close to providing healthcare. You don't think so? I just looked it Are up. Other estimates. Canada. Guess how much Canada spent in 27, 2016 on healthcare.
2: Oh, I have no idea. I wouldn't even know how to guess. Well,
3: just take a guess. One hundred and fifty billion. Two hundred twenty-eight billion dollars on healthcare in twenty sixteen, wow. approximately six thousand two hundred ninety dollars per person in Canada. So seventy billion, maybe for one small state.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, because the state is so much larger. We're only ten percent of their population. Yeah. Oh, I have an idea. Stop being involved in wars that you know don't shouldn't be involved in. <laughs> well, I mean, they could. They could. Slightly trim their defense spending. their
3: defense budget. yeah, and, because allow, and send everybody to school for free.
2: I read that um, I think it was in the, I think it was in the New York Times when they were talking about um, budget projections for 2019. Apparently, the U.S spends as much as so the U.S. spends the most yes, on this defense by yes. far. The U.S. spends more than the next twenty-six countries combined. Wow! Nineteen of which are allies, which is scary. Like, why do you feel you need to to protect yourself from from your allies?
3: Um. Yeah, because they're crazy. Yeah. Yep. Well, with Trump, well, still I know that the the Trump home. made it wor- made, like increased it, right?
2: Yeah, and I don't remember by how much. So okay, so here's um and and apparently one of the worst offenders is the Mormon Church.
3: Um, Congressional budget offered office reported spending five hundred and ninety billion for defense, about fifteen percent of the federal budget in twenty seventeen.
2: Fifteen percent.
3: And for the fiscal year twenty nineteen, President Donald Trump proposed to increase an increase to the military to six hundred and eighty one point one billion. So it's another hundred and. 20-ish billion dollars. Uh, uh, it's, it was 590 to 681, so about 90 billion dollars. About 90 billion. Motherfucker, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's Jeff Bezos' money.
0: <laughs>
2: um, right, okay, so... That's beyond
3: oh, Jeff Bezos. What
2: I was gonna say, this is what I wanted to say. Now, lest anyone forget, or, you know, or think that I am picking on just Christianity, this report... Does not in any way single out Christianity. Mm-hmm. Synagogues, mosques, are all just as guilty, right? Anything well, that qualifies sure. as a five hundred one c three,
3: yeah,
2: right in the U S. gets the same, you know, tax free benefit. So, but apparently the, the Mormon Church is one of the is one of the worst offenders for not so because one of the things that that, that a lot of believers will say is well look at how much good the church does.
3: Evidence
2: for all of their <laughs> for all of their unbelievably unspeakable actions, the Catholic Church, according to this, gives back the most. I think that's probably fitting, considering they do the most harm. Yes. <laughs> um, so if you look at it, if you look at a you know at a at a harm to give ratio, yeah, they probably should give more because they do more <laughs> harm. The Mormons apparently give the least. So apparently. It's the they
3: take the most and give the least.
2: Yeah, it's the the Catholic Church is the mo- they give the most. Yeah, um, uh, Jewish synagogues are second. Okay, mosques are
3: third. Yeah, for give back you're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then it, the Protestant Christianity, Protestant Christianity is below mosques <laughs> for the amount of good that they give back to the community. Yeah. So that's when you see, you know, like guys like, you know, um, chiclet boy, right. J- um, um, Joe Olstein. Oh yeah. And guys like Oral Roberts, yeah. with his, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in, in, in fake schools and, uh, and all these other
3: things. So they're just, they, they're pocketing the money there. I don't know who the fuck they're giving the money to. Oh yeah. Olstein's closing up his megatures, locking the doors to his megatures and getting the fuck out of town. And so it's when it, when the floods come.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I found that I found that very interesting. That these people who that that people who talk about being, you know, oh give to the ch- church, give to the church. And it's more like give to the pastor, give to the pastor. Mm-hmm. Or that's what it seems like, according to yeah, uh, according to this this research. I thought that was interesting. Uh, okay, moving on to our next story. Hey, um, you know those
3: assholes at Chick Fil A? Mm-hmm. They're coming to Canada. No, they ain't. Um now s- they start keep spouting that kind of crazy crap? Right. So. I have more faith in Canadians that we would uh, not go there, because there's plenty of other places to get chicken. Yes. But
2: there's more to the story than this. There's more to the story than they're just coming to Canada.
3: Okay. Um,
2: uh, this story from the the Patheos blogs. Um, Chick-fil-A is really tired of being labeled as an anti-gay organization.
3: You are? Tough shit. <laughs> You're tired of being labeled what you are?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they do open, I already told Shannon, I'm like, um, I'm not working that day or that week. I'll take holidays. <laughs> yeah I will go down there with a like a sandwich board, <laughs> and I will protest these motherfuckers. yeah, I don't know where it'll be. I mean it might, like if it was I was thinking like, where might it be? Where might it be like a place like young Dundas Square? It might
3: be downtown, yeah, um but i'm gonna go I'm
2: gonna go naked <laughs> with a sandwich board. <laughs> Maybe that's a bad
3: idea. <laughs> Maybe it's a bad idea. Yeah. You might get chased out of there before you, you get to... Uh, well, no, protest. I would never
2: go... On, I wouldn't go on the property.
3: No, 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 no. But if you're naked... They'll chased haul your there? ass off. Not propositioned? <laughs> well, you're downtown, so they're <laughs> equally as likely. <laughs> exactly.
2: But, yeah. So, they, they don't they don't want to be um, labeled this, this way anymore, though. So... Uh, just go down
3: there and paint their uh, paint their their windows uh, uh, with a rainbow.
2: Yeah, but then you probably get like you probably get arrested for like graffiti or some shit like that. <laughs> um, but maybe you can just like throw glitter in the just, air.
3: Yeah, invite inv- like like go downtown and and uh, invite all the guys that go to the great p- gay pride parade to go eat at chick-fil-a for like a whole week (laughs) yeah so
2: so chick-fil-a said like one of their uh their representatives says chick-fil-a openly supports christian values its corporate purpose you would think a chicken place would have a corporate purpose of serving chicken something like that right no (laughs) their corporate purpose is to glorify god by being a faithful steward to all that is entrusted to us.
3: A faithful steward to all that is entrusted to us by by serving serving greasy-ass fatty chicken.
2: Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Um, Chick-fil-A wants everybody to know that they've ceased donating to some of these horrible anti-LGBT civil rights groups.
3: That they freely admit that they used to be?
2: Yeah. And... (laughs) For the record, I don't believe that for a second.
3: Yeah, let's see your books.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I don't believe it. we'll get we'll get uh, Doug Ford in there to see if <laughs> any, any books have been cooked. Um, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. I think they're just giving it under a different label or something like that. Yeah. Because when you when you've got the truth on your side. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. So. The in the most recent IRS filings which are public record, uh, Chick-fil-A gave hundreds of thousands of dollars to anti-LGBTQ organizations in 2012, 13, 14, and 15. The website's new FAQ page claims that the foundation focuses on helping every child become all they were created to be. Mm by eating as much chicken as <laughs> possible. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and they also give back. There are currently mm-hmm. dozens of Christian groups that are receiving millions of dollars from Chick-fil-A to do their, their good Christian work. Really? Yeah. Millions. Millions of dollars. But right, but right, in, right in there is, is the problem. Because as soon as they're spreading Christian values, you know what that means. It means they're spreading fucking hatred. Yeah. They're, it's like, it's, it's, this is not a big fucking shock. Christian value is, is a fucking synonym for hate.
3: Well, yeah. If you're not like us, then you need to not yeah. be anymore.
2: Yeah. Or repent. So here's a, here's a list of some of the organizations that they have funded in the past but yeah. they totally
3: don't do anymore yeah
2: you can guess what some of them are the american family association <laughs> yeah,
3: how many of them have the, word, have the word family in them
2: uh let's see we'll go through them here um focus on the family <laughs> uh the national organization for marriage the pennsylvania family institute exodus international exodus international exodus internet they're going biblical on their asses <laughs> And
3: the Family Research Council. What the fuck? We gotta take the word "family" back. No, we've. It talked doesn't ab- we've mean talked- what you mean, what
2: you want it to be. We talked about this before. As soon as you put the word "family" in an organization like that, you can be sure that it's hyper right wing, Christian, anti gay,
3: yeah. uh, all that shit. But you know what? Two gay men getting married and adopting a child is a family, just as much as your fucking biological kids coming out of your wife's twat is a family.
2: Now, Dane is a, <laughs> is a filthy heathen,
3: and while he will be
2: burning in hell for all eternity, he doesn't actually know what he's talking about. Uh, no, of course you're right. Like, like who, who gives a fuck? It's, it, we talked about this before. We can have kids in orphanages.
3: Exactly, or we can have them in loving homes. In loving homes. A- Which and, one's and, better?
2: Well, that depends who you ask. <laughs> because if you ask a fucking right wing Christian wing nut, they will say far better for that child to be in an orphanage or on the street. Yeah. Uh, or Grow up without like parents. Yes. Rather than be raised in a gay household where, well, if we're talking about two men, that child will undoubtedly, and if it's a boy, <laughs> then they're going to be having sex with that child. And that, chi- and that, that little boy child will undoubtedly be taught to suck dick. Yeah. Period end of sentence.
3: This is what they do. That's what you can do. You this can is take, what they you can, do. You do. can take any child and teach them to be gay. Exactly.
2: This is what they do. It's a
3: virus. This is what they do.
2: <laughs> and uh, of course, we're of course we're we're joking around. But it's just this is this is what.
3: The, but why? Like the I hyper think, think a lot of like hyper right wing people think that 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 gay is 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 something you can catch. Exactly. It's something that 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 uh, yeah. If you spend time around gay people, then you're gonna be gay.
2: It's not like. It's not like I was cooking chicken and I didn't wipe my counter and now there's I got <laughs> salmonella poisoning, right?
3: You've got, you got the gay. I,
2: I caught the gay from my <laughs> counter. Somebody came in and rubbed their dick all over my counter. <laughs> I but sat on a toilet seat the wrong way. Exactly. Exact, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But, um, yeah... Chick-fil-A is, they're, they're apparently, it's, it's in the books. It's, they're coming to Canada.
3: I remember I, when I went to the UK, there was, I was in the, the underground, and um, there was a, a poster on the wall, and it just said it was a red poster, big, bold, white lettering. Some people are gay. Get over it. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. I don't know who put it out there, but I saw it, and I took a picture of it because that's fantastic. It's brilliant. It's- that should be everywhere.
2: There is uh, apparently I forget where it might have been in it might have been in one of Richard Dawkins' books or it might have been in one of Jerry Coyne's books, but he was talking about the fact that it's like over it's it's a number over ten percent of all mammals yeah engage in like long term homosexual relationships yeah and it's a mammalian trait yeah and and there there's there have also been. It's also been discovered that some non-mammal... So yeah, okay. I don't know what that was. A little blip. Anyway, we're back. Uh, so, yeah, so that... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah More stories.
3: Who it, cares? It impacts your life in no way, shape, or form. It, it doesn't make your family any less of a family if you allow others to have a family.
2: Yep. Yep. No, totally true. Totally true. Um, okay, let's move on to our, uh, our our next story. Hey, this one. Let's see if you recognize this
3: um christian week magazine christian
2: week magazine (laughs) they've been off for a long time but i found a story hey remember avril lavigne yeah well she's coming back as a as a worship singer
3: really yep
2: so um so this story is from i I thought she was a little misguided (laughs) yeah avril lavigne releases new single head above water
3: no, let's um, hold her down a little longer.
2: <laughs> I tried to keep her down. <laughs> Bitch got strong legs. That's probably uh, um, talking about baptism or something. So, okay. So, I'll uh, just read the article. Uh, pop rock pi- uh, pioneer from the 2000s. It's like, so, from the 2000s, so long ago. <laughs> uh, Avril Lavigne has reemerged after a five-year hiatus with a powerful worship song that reveals her cry to God after encountering A near death experience. Okay, so um, this is a public service announcement from the Canadian Atheist. There's a reason why they call it near death, because you ain't fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's a near death experience. You didn't die. Yeah. Near death.
3: Also, scientifically explained uh, that whole tunnel of light kind of deal. Yeah. Listen, I've had near death experiences from spicy burritos. (laughs)
2: So, I don't want to, you know, just, you know, this is not that big a deal. A near-death experience, yeah. if if you're not careful, when you go to Mucho Burrito, if you're not <laughs>
0: careful,
3: in about three hours, you'll have a near-death experience. Well, I mean, a, a brain deprived of oxygen will do silly things. Fucked up shit. And yep. a lot of it is tunnel vision, Yep, which gives you a long tunnel with a light at the end where you're actually seeing light. And then you start to envision people that have passed away and stuff like that. We, I, this happens with people that pull high G maneuvers in planes. Yeah. They see the same thing. Yeah. I've never done that.
2: <laughs> um, oh, so here, so here, just a kind of a snippet of some of the lyrics. Um, God kept my head above water. Apparently one of them is don't let me drown. It gets harder. <laughs> um I'll meet you there at the altar. Um, as I fall down to my knees... Um,
3: as I fall down to my yeah. knees, it gets harder.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and again, don't let me drown. I could go really, really bad here. Whoa. I,
3: listen. I'm having a hard time doing
2: the right thing. I'm almost, I'm tipping. I'm teetering on the edge.
3: She's pretty, she's pretty cute. Yeah.
2: Okay, bukaki, I said. Uh, <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. Um, and these are these are just some of the the lyrics from the song. You know, she's 33 years old now. Is she? Yeah. So here, the 33 year old released a statement sharing the inspiration for "Head Above Water" in an announcement. She also revealed that she's turned to God when she thought, just when she thought her life was reaching its end. One night, I thought I was dying, and I and I had accepted that I was going to die. My mom laid with me in bed and held me. I felt like I was drowning. Under my breath, I prayed, God, please help me keep my head above water. In that moment, apparently she began, she began the lyrics to this song. So if a personal anecdote isn't convincing, I don't know what is. Um... Why, why didn't she, why didn't, why doesn't this convince her that Allah is real?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Or Vishnu. Oh, I know why. Or the great juju up the mountain. As Richard Dawkins would say. Yeah. Um, I know why, because it just so happens that Protestant Christianity is the dominant religion in the country she happens to be born in.
3: Yeah. <gasps> Shocker. If she came to this revelation in s- somewhere else, she'd be a different Yeah. Uh, I wonder if
2: this was back in Napanee. Like I wonder if she was home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all of you are not familiar with Southern Ontario, Napanee, the town where Avril Lavigne is from, is about what two hours? East? Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, under two hours Small east, of on- where we are, Ontario town, yeah, in the little hamlet of Whitby. Um, yeah. So that's a bullshit
3: story. Well, it's it's not a bullshit story. She's just she's just misguided. Yeah, she's just.
2: Oh yes, that's more fair. She's just mistaken yes yeah i i I always go back to this i always go back to one of the things that christopher Hitchens said um in talking about this stuff when he's you know kind of arguingly rhetorically with some of these uh, apologists he says you know what is what is more likely that the laws of nature have been suspended in your favor in your favor or that you are under a misapprehension yeah (laughs) what seems more logical yeah God totally saved Avril Lavigne from drowning in her bed, mind you. <laughs> you would think she could afford a better water bed, right? You'd think. You know, or don't take knives to bed, right? Don't another take option, another option. Exactly, or a fork, right? <laughs> don't eat in bed. You know what happens when you eat in bed? You fucking drown in your water bed. Because <laughs> you, you fall asleep, you roll over on your fork, you puncture the bed, and you're... God yeah. save me. That's what happens. I just solved the whole problem. There you go. Hey, um, here's a question for you: Can Christians drink alcohol?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, there are lots of Protestant churchgoers.
3: Um, they have to they drink who, the wine.
2: Well, those are Catholics.
3: Oh, right? so but yeah, but that's a form of Christianity, is not?
2: Well, not if you ask a Protestant Christian. <laughs> Martin Luther fixed that. Uh, no, so. And a lot of... There are lots of sects of Christianity that just do grape juice, right? Really? Yeah. Okay. They don't do wine. There are lots of of, uh, Protestant churchgoers who still abstain when it comes to alcohol.
3: Why? Because Jesus. I thought we're supposed to... I thought they're supposed to drink. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, it's exactly what they're supposed to drink. The (laughs) blood of Jesus. That's right.
2: (laughs) Jesus juice. Um... (laughs) Okay. So there's a survey uh, from a very reputable source called Lifeway. I'm sure they have nothing to do with an anti-abortion agenda. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're totally, I'm sure they're totally pro-choice.
3: Oh, of course. sounds like it.
2: Yeah. So among Protestant churchgoers, there are numbers from 2007 and then they took the survey again 10 years later All right. in 2017. So in 2007, 39% of Protestant churchgoers that were surveyed said yes, they consume
3: alcohol. Okay. Sounds reasonable. 61 said no. 61. Yes. They lie. I think
2: so too. Tit, pardon me. 10 years later, 41% said yes, so it went up 2%. And 59% said no. So fewer people are lying, <laughs> is what we learned from this survey. Um, okay, so any, anyone who asks me knows that I don't drink on a regular basis. No. Nope. I drink when we go down south a little bit. I, well, I, I fucking tie one when, lot, I, when yeah. we go down south. I get fucking pickled. <laughs> um, but that's, that's my drinking quota for the year. For yeah. the year right? Um, you drink the booze we bring back. <laughs> I bring back that lovely scotch for oh, you. Oh,
3: that's great scotch.
2: Um, But yeah, or people come over, stuff like that. I'm, I will just never sit downstairs and pour myself a scotch and sit and drink it. Yeah. I pour myself a Diet Coke and drink that.
3: More often than not, I'm, I'm the same, but I will um, indulge in a scotch now and then. Yeah. Especially night, like, you know, a nice night or whatever, or having trouble sleeping yeah there you go. <laughs> it's a great cure for that yeah so
2: but i don't understand what the is it like you know the whole sins of the flesh do you wonder like do you know what it, what do you think it is like why why would you say they don't drink why they're lying about
3: they're, not drinking or why they don't drink well why they say
2: they don't drink because i think i think you're i think you got the, the hit the nail on the head i think they're they're still fucking drinking they just ain't talking about them drinking so much
3: yeah um I don't know. It's it's it's. I think it's it's an appearances thing. Um, you think so? They don't. Some of them might think that even like you know the casual drink is synonymous with alcoholism.
2: I have a sister that used to think that. You I know mean, mm-hmm. my sister who's a witch. I know it's hard to say that even without laughing, but she used to be hyper, hyper sensitive about alcohol consumption. My dad was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. so if you even makes sense, if you even let the shit touch your touch your lips, you were a raging alcoholic. Yeah. I'm being a little hyperbolic, but not a lot. Um, and now Toad's okay with it. What happened there? Uh, you'd have to ask her. Maybe she cast a spell. <laughs> um, I don't know, but uh, now she's Toad's okay with it. Well, I do know, but I'm not going to go into it on the podcast. Um, but yeah, now she's totally okay with it. All right. So I keeping up appearances, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anybody out there, send us an email at carogers.com or send us a tweet um, at the underscore ca underscore podcast and tell us why you think Christians are lying about their alcohol consumption. <laughs> um moving on to our next story. So our last story before we get to a metric fuck ton of audio. Um listen, Dean, there are Christians. That are really, really concerned.
3: They're really concerned. They're always concerned about yes. something, whether it be the rapture or your and my souls, or the fact that people are getting abortions, the fact that gay people are ma- getting married. They're always concerned about something. Shocker. Like. Yes. Um. So, um, this time we have to go across the pond. Oh, okay. We have to go to Great Britain. Yeah, but usually they're they're le- they're less.
2: They tend to be as they tend to be a little bit less uh, uh, Christian, more free thinking. But my British accent is off. The
3: church has a direct input into their, uh, their governing.
2: Yeah, and we don't have separation of church and state We here. don't. Third line of our constitution, we, re- we recognize the supremacy of Almighty God. Yep. I'm
3: not sure which one. But the thing is, when you write that into your, into your laws, into your, 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 your way of building the, the, the government and the land, yeah. it actually has less of an effect. <laughs> I mean, America has separation of church and state, and they're fucking crazy over there. Yeah. And here we don't, and in England they don't, Yep, and we're more secular. Yep.
2: So, anyway,
3: the, uh, there's, there's a high percentage
2: of, of Brits who are Christian, and they are very, very concerned about the responses to theological questions. The, the one they're most concerned about is when a Christian across the pond says, I don't know.
3: Why? When a Christian says, I don't know, that's yeah.
2: very rare. No, no, no. So basically, because Britain is largely secular. Yes. And so wh- when people in general are asked theological questions
3: oh they say i don't say
2: i don't know yeah like is do you think there's a god a lot of people say i don't know yeah like not everybody says no fuck there's no fucking god but there are a lot of people who say i don't know what happens when you die i don't know
3: yeah
2: well christians across they're very concerned about that they're, they're... very concerned okay that people wait. don't know british christians are, are concerned, concerned about, about british okay. people okay. who are saying i don't know you why aren't you reading my mind on this <laughs> come on a third, a full third of people in the United Kingdom say they don't know whether the resurrection actually occurred. I fall on the other side of that. What do the other two thirds say? Um, it doesn't say. Okay. But I would guess that probably a third are on board. Yeah, the the other third is... And the other third are fucking... It uh, didn't happen at all. I fall on the didn't fucking happen. Yeah. Right? And the reason I fall on that side is because we're pretty sure dead people
3: stay dead. Usually. (laughs) Right? We have zero uh, evidence... To the contrary. ...for people being dead for three days coming back to life. Yeah. And we have been able to keep people alive, like, with machines, and they basically are clinically dead. Right. And then they come back to life because we have machines keeping them alive. Right. Pumping their blood, cleaning it, and all that kind of shit. Yep. Dialysis. Um, yeah, we have rules. we like we can we can keep we can keep the body alive uh for a long time while the brain heals. Yeah. But it it's still not dead. Yep. You're not crucified, dead for three days, and then come back to life. Don't happen. So there was a State of Theology Survey
2: that was done. It was conducted in the UK. And I don't know was the top response for numerous questions about Jesus, sin, the Bible, salvation, and other rudimentary theological topics. Many Brits remain ambivalent on matters of faith. But about a third were unsure about the nature of the Trinity, 31%. Jesus' bodily resurrection of 33%, a full third. The existence of hell, 30%, so close to a third. Jesus' return, 31%. And even more, 36% said they didn't know whether or not they agree or disagree with this statement. So the following statement. God counts a, per- a person as righteous not because of one's own words but only because of one's faith in Jesus Christ. So, 36% didn't said I don't know about that statement. Yeah. Now, as someone who falls more on the mythicist camp than the historicist camp, I would definitely fall on, on the other side of that. But, like, yeah. you know, that, that probably didn't happen anyway, because like, there probably wasn't a dude.
3: There probably wasn't a dude saying things. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: there may well have been, you know, like we talked about before, like, you know, the chances they there being an apocalyptic preacher in first century Palestine.
3: I'm sure there was a charismatic guy walking around that had some followers, but doing what jesus did walking on water and loaves of fishes and whatever it's called no yeah and uh, you know and and that's what matters right
2: was there a dude yeah maybe it doesn't matter was there a dude making loaves of bread and buckets of fish and uh you know casting demons out of people into 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 a herd of pigs yeah uh it, walking yeah, on water walking on water coming back to life <laughs> yeah all these other things these, yeah just those just that, that, that minute little detail yes coming back to life um yeah we don't have any evidence
3: to support raising uh, uh Lazarus. Yeah, rising up into heaven
2: yeah the yeah the, that's right the bodily ascension yeah that would have been witnessed by tons of people yeah right didn't a whole bunch of other dead people come back to life too so it so the Bible says at the time of the resurrection the graves of Jerusalem opened up, and all kinds of people walked around and talked to people.
3: Hey, what's up, man? Zombie apocalypse. More <laughs> <Far> brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on. You got that five bucks you owe me,
2: <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. I came back from. I came back from my from my five spot. Um, but okay, all right. <laughs> it's the but the whole thing, is. And one of the one of the most troubling things for me we talked to this many times. No other historian wrote about it. Tacitus, yeah. Pliny, um, even the stuff Josephus wrote was decades later. No one else who was there at the time. Yeah. The supernatural darkness at the time of the crucifixion. It, it was so vast that no one fucking wrote it down. <laughs> Not one motherfucker wrote it down. Yeah. If you, Nobody else noticed. If you were in the... And we can track back, right? Because we can look at when eclipses happen. Mm-hmm. And because we have the capacity to go back in time, like with telescopes and all that other stuff, we can see it fucking didn't happen. Yeah. And the first century is an incredibly well-documented time in history. No one fucking wrote about it. Supernatural darkness. it didn't happen. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. Okay. We got some audio. Yep. Um, the first little tidbit is from your friend and mine. <laughs> Not really, Brian Fisher. Brian is a treasure trove. Most now, most of these snippets are pretty short. Okay.
3: okay.
2: Um, Brian Fisher is going to tell us what happened to the dinosaurs. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got the inside. As a Christian, he, he has knows, the in, yeah. he has the inside track, right? Um, now, these are the dinosaurs that lived with us.
3: Because the paleontologists, they don't know anything. That, They've just no, been studying it their entire no, lives. As no, Ken,
2: as Kent Hovind would say, those are just bones in the dirt. Um, but because dinosaurs lived with man, Brian Fisher has the answer. You're oh. looking at me like you want to stab me in the <laughs> face. Like, hey, fucking little... Of course not. But Brian, Brian Fisher's pretty sure that, yeah. they, that they did. Here's, uh, hang on, let's make sure the volume's up, because last time I fucked this up. Yeah, volume's up. Okay. Here's Mr. Fisher.
4: I have no hesitation saying this because I do not doubt the word of God. We have no hesitation.
3: There's your first problem. Yeah, he sounds like Ken.
2: A little bit, yeah, but it's Brian Fisher. That's the first problem is you're not doubting.
4: <laughs> I have no hesitation in affirming that man coexisted with dinosaurs. Now, people will tell me I'm in the theanthrop.
2: Citation, please.
4: I'm a Cro-Magnon. This is superstition. It's old wives tale. I don't care because my trust and confidence is in the word of God. So that word of God indicates that we walked the earth with dinosaurs. When, where are where? they? How come they didn't survive?
2: Uh, Leviathan and behemoth. Yeah, they say two words. Listen.
3: Listen, you're a heathen. <laughs> There's two words yeah? in this book. Yes. That confirm the existence of dinosaurs walking with man. Right. And there isn't a single fossil in the world with dinosaur bones next to human bones. And? Or any other <laughs> current day creature. Right.
2: Um, no, I know.
3: Uh, I, I get it. <laughs> we have fossils. Yeah. We have a fossil record. Yeah. Nowhere in those fossils are there dinosaur bones next to horse bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They did not live at the same time.
2: Uh, I, yes, I know, but but <laughs> Brian Brian's pretty sure. Okay, let's get back to Brian.
4: Five. Well, I think what these scientists are saying about the rhino is probably the explanation. Remember that when the flood came, you had little tiny dinosaurs on the ark. There's no reason why they couldn't have come on uh, the ark. You got a uh, uh, you know a couple of young male and female rhinos and a couple of you know, young female and male tyrannosaurus rexes.
2: And no. it destroy No, that's where I gotta stop you. <laughs> a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex on a on on an, in an enclosed area with tender morsels of meat. Well no, they're saying that oh, they were no, no, small no, 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 no. ones. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Even a fucking small Tyrannosaurus Rex is gonna be like, hmm. Port, it's it's like a buffet delivery. Well,
3: remember the the movie that came out with the the Russell Crowe movie and all the all the animals were asleep.
2: Oh, the Noah thing, yeah. yeah, what a fucking
3: bunch of. they bullshit. were all asleep.
2: They put so them all nobody, asleep nobody with like a ate little with like a little anything. dusty thing. It was like a little smoky dusty thing. Yeah,
3: it all was all the the, the, like sleep. they having church. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Wiped vegetation. It knocked down trees. It wiped out grasslands. It wiped out vegetation. All of that was just wiped out by these. Floodwaters. And so when these giant dinosaurs, who were what? They were, they were vegetarians. They were herbivores.
2: The, the, yeah. A large percentage of the very, very, very large dinosaurs were herbivores. Yes. That's my understanding.
3: Well, herbivores are usually the majority of, of, the, uh, of the large animals. Like, the largest animals have to be herb, herbivores. Um, like they are today, uh, elephants and buffalo and bears. Well, bears are omnivores, but Giraffes. I mean, like the big, big animals are all herbivores because they have. They, there's a large amount of uh, of plant matter out there. Yeah,
4: we know from l- looking at their teeth that they ate uh, plants. Now the Tyrannosaurus was obviously a carnivore with the kind of teeth it had. But what?
2: Now what's interesting about this is he stands in direct contradiction to Ken Ham. Because Ken Ham clearly says that, that animals like... Now, he would probably sidestep this by saying before the fall. So, before sin. Because mm-hmm. there's all kinds of pictures. Genesis is famous for posting this one picture that has like Adam and Eve and a t- dinosaur with big toofies. <laughs> like, big sharp toofies uh, handing it a fucking apple. Like, handing the, oh. handing the dinosaur
3: a hunk of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. With sharp teeth. With sharp teeth. No, that's not what sharp teeth are for. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
4: What's it going to eat? It has to eat herbivores, right? What else is there to eat? He's got to eat animals that survive on earth. Well, if all of the vegetation is wiped out, you know, what are the brachiosauruses? What are they going to eat? So they die out. They just literally starve to death. And the tyrannosauruses don't have anything to eat, so they starve to death. It's not rocket surgery, ladies and gentlemen. Rocket suggests surgery? suggests a rational yeah. explanation for what happened to the uh, larger uh, animals. Okay, wait,
3: wait, wait. So he's saying that dinosaurs only ate other dinosaurs. Yes. So when the, when the herbivore dinosaurs died out, the T-Rexes didn't have anything to eat because they didn't eat giraffes or elephants or, or buffalo or nope. anything like that. They only ate the big dinosaurs. They
2: had very discerning tastes. (laughs) They had a... a, It was a a delicate palate. Yes. Yes. They
3: didn't eat us. No, no. They didn't didn't eat any of the other large creatures that walked around. No. They could have easily eaten. No, of course not. They only ate the other dinosaurs. Because? Jesus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing else. Okay, our, our next bit of audio
3: is um i'm pretty sure a hungry (coughs) tyrant excuse me a hungry tyrannosaurus would eat anything oh
2: yeah yeah we would be like an well it's for something like a tyrannosaurus rex the average homo sapien walking around would be like an amuse-bouche
3: yeah it would be tiny yeah but hungry gonna eat you oh yeah nom nom
2: (laughs) yeah yeah it would be the dude on the toilet in jurassic park
3: yeah i'm gonna eat you i'll eat 60 of these humans because yeah. I can't get, a, get, get myself a, a, a bra- brachiosaurus or whatever
2: the fuck it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so now our next audio, um, we have to talk about the reality of a flat earth.
3: <laughs> Do the research.
2: Right. So this, this gentleman... Research
3: flat earth. Yeah.
2: This gentleman has a little bit of an accent.
3: So if you have to like, kind I think of, it's uh, what he says. A lot of things he says is hilarious, not because he's claiming flat earth, just because it's funny. Yeah, no, <laughs> it is. It is pretty. It is pretty funny.
2: So uh, I didn't record the, the whole thing. Was something like nineteen minutes? Really? Yeah, I cut it down to like four minutes. Um, but it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. It's it's pretty funny. So what I could do? So flat flat earth. Yeah, flat <laughs> flat earth. Okay.
5: Can you still believe we live on a ball or
2: so, he's saying ball of water. Yeah. Okay. First of all, no. No, we don't have a ball of water. But, so... It's like but, a wet golf ball. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Hopefully, hopefully you guys, hopefully this comes through okay. Uh, because, like I said, he does have, he he has a fairly... It sounds like he's in a washroom or something. He has a fairly pronounced accent.
3: Yeah. He's a
4: stupid, brainwashed motherfucker. The flat earth is
2: Right off the bat, if you think we're living a ball of water, you're a fucking deranged motherfucker. This guy's first of all he talks later about the Bible. He's totally Christian. Yeah. But you're a deranged motherfucker.
4: <laughs> Black as fuck. You guys are person who believe we live on a ball of water.
6: All they can do is this. So we live on a ball of water? Yeah, yeah, we live on a ball of water. But shit, man, I don't see no curve. Oh man, that's because it's too big. But damn, man. It sure don't feel like we moving. Oh, that's because we moving so fast. The fuck out of here! Look, check this out. Check this out. You said we live on a ball of water, right? And so your ass
4: walk this way and come back this way,
2: then I. So what he says is basically yeah. he points in one direction. Says if you walk off this way and come back the other way, then I'll believe you. Yeah. Um. Now I've tried to max out my Fitbit, like <laughs> no, not Fitbit, like but my my rings on my Apple Watch. Yeah. What's the circumference of the Earth? Like twenty nine thousand, like about thirty thousand kilometers. Yeah,
3: it's. This, it's a long distance.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I ain't got time. Who got time for that?
3: And the whole thing about how they're saying that the Earth is moving so fast because the Earth does actually rotate a thousand miles an hour. Now, the and they say we can't feel ourselves moving. You don't feel yourselves moving in a plane either. You don't feel yourselves moving on the highway. Unless you there's turbulence. You only feel, yeah. like the only thing that gives you a sense of movement is acceleration and deceleration. When you're yeah. staying at a constant speed, you don't feel it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Ball of water.
4: Ain't gonna never Some of you bitches still believe the sun ninety three million miles away, right? But I clearly see sometimes clouds behind in front of the sun. So how the fuck is
0: that possible?
4: How the
2: fuck is the sun? Dean, I need to go I need to consult your expertise on this. <laughs> this gentleman is saying that he has seen clouds behind the sun.
3: Yeah. It's called overshine, at least that's what I call it. Um you can do the same thing hold a pencil at arm's length in front of the sun and the sun will overshine the pencil and it'll look like the pencil's going behind the sun to an idiot hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay hang on so what you're saying
2: is there aren't clouds behind the sun there aren't clouds in space
3: there's no clouds 94 million miles away because the earth is not the sun is 93 million miles away right. so no there are no clouds in space there are only clouds on Earth. Are we sure And the that? sun is bright enough that if it was behind a cloud, it would shine right through the cloud, right around the cloud. You wouldn't see the cloud. Oh, okay. It's not going behind the sun. The sun is just so bright that it overshines the cloud. I, I've not heard the term overshine before. That's interesting. Well, It's the it's term I made up. That's cool, though.
2: It's neat. It makes it perfect sounds,
3: sense. It sounds good. It makes perfect <laughs> sense to the, to the non-cosmologist um, that But i But seriously, if you take something like Uh, anything sufficiently thin enough, like a pencil or, uh, you know, a piece of, uh, pasta, like a spaghetti or anything and hold it up at arm's length in front of the sun and where the sun is, that item will disappear. And you'll go blind and do it at sunset (laughs) then
2: where it's not quite so bright. All right. Back to a ball of water.
6: Million miles away, but I see clouds behind the motherfucker. Give me some old equation out
4: of it. he you got $20,0 satellite, but I don't see man one of the motherfuckers when I look up in the sky. These the was fake.
2: What was that? I've seen satellites.
3: Well, you can see the IAS. But I mean yeah. he's saying he looks up in the sky. We've got a whole bunch of satellites. He looks up in the sky and he doesn't see them. Yeah. So that means they're not there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but um I think it was um the whole thing is they this I I was listening to somebody else and they said we have they take pictures of Earth from satellite. Yeah, from yeah, satellites. Yeah. And uh, and uh, but they're saying that this you can't see any other satellites or anything like that. It's like if they take a picture from space you can't see buildings. Yeah. Buildings are a lot bigger than satellites, you can't see them either.
2: Yeah. No, it's true. That's a good point.
4: We both have satellites, but you won't see none of the
6: satellites in the goddamn supposedly be real good on the motherfucking Earth. It just don't make sense. Use your fucking what you keep in college? You spending thousands and thousands of dollars a semester to be taught bullshit. I
5: don't give a fuck if you offended. Suck my nuts.
2: I don't give a fuck. A flat earth How Christian of you.
3: Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Suck my nuts. Suck my nuts. Spending thousands of dollars to be taught bullshit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because you sure. spent half an hour watching YouTube. No. So you know everything. I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm pretty sure that if we pull up MIT's website. Bullshit is a course. <laughs> <laughs> you go outside and walk. It looks flat. I don't feel like I'm moving. Water always finds its own levels. So when I look at the body, the ocean, the lake, a swimming pool, anything, the
4: water always flat. It do not curve. That's proof with my own fucking eyes. Water don't bend, you stupid bitch. Come on, man. In a Bible. Like some of y'all people who, uh, don't believe in the Bible like the, you know, make a little comment and all. oh, you still believe in the goddamn... Yeah, I do. I believe in the Bible. It makes sense.
5: But think about this. Everything in the Bible...
3: The Bible makes sense. <laughs> this is the big thing that flat earthers do. They they, they, they they say, trust your senses. Trust your God-given senses. Trust your eyes, your ears, and stuff like that. And it's like, why would you trust your eyes? Like, you can't see a curve, so trust your eyes. Just, that's what he says. Trust yeah. your eyes, right? Trust your what you see. And it's like, there are... Like untold number of books, with optical illusions in them. Oh yeah, that you will get wrong. Like that two thing, which line is longer? You say this one. No, it's not. They have those. They're both the the same. They're both the the same length. These things are all over the place. So why would you trust your senses when they trick you all the time?
2: And we know, like for example, you talk about trusting your eyes. Wait, let's look at it from a legal perspective. Eyewitness testimony is some of the least <laughs> reliable. Exactly. Some of the, le- um, everybody go onto YouTube and I think you probably, if you type in um, like something like uh, ape test. Yeah. well, the, like,
3: yeah. There's that, the, those guys passing around a basketball. You say, how many times did they pass the basketball? Yeah. And you're so busy watching Counting the down, basketball. You don't, see the, you don't, you see, don't the see the guy in the ape suit, suit. That's right. walk right through the screen. Yep. How many people saw the ape? And everybody's like, what? <laughs> you saw it? Yeah. And then you can, like, like go back. Like, you back up the video. There's totally a dude in an ape suit yeah. that walks in, waves, <laughs> and then walks out.
2: But you're all like, you know, five, six, seven, 24, 25. You're paying so much the attention. The
3: very first time that I saw that, I was like, no fucking way a guy in an ape suit walked through. And then I backed up the video, and there he was. I was like, oh my God.
2: Yep. But trust your eyes. Yeah. Totes, trust your eyes because Bible.
4: It's always the opposite with evolution. Check this out. I don't
2: know what evolution is. Yeah. So he does this thing where he, he goes to this thing talking about, like, all the different things that would be true on a flat Earth and all the things that would be false on a flat Earth. Um, oh, right. He shows those pictures. Yeah. I didn't even read them. So <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to bother with any more, too much more of that. But uh, I found that, that, I find that all, that very fascinating. That, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you know believe the Bible, Bible's accurate, um, you know, same thing about evolution. Uh, I don't even know what to say to something like that. Evolution, I don't think any of evolution would be The Bible ha- be says affected. nothing about evolution. No. Well, no, well, that, well, I guess it depends whether that you talk about, you know,
3: created kinds, <laughs> which isn't a thing. Oh, well, I've been watching. Fuck. You didn't, the, 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 the God didn't create kinds. He, he brought two of every kind of animal on the ark. That's where Ken... Uh, buddy boy gets the word kind from.
2: Oh no! Right in Genesis, it says, um, uh, "God created animals, and they reproduced, uh, and they reproduced after their own kind." Oh, did they? It actually, it actually does say that. But what's really funny is, so now I've been watching all of the rebuttals, right, between Aaron and Kent. And so I, I think I said on the last episode, but now I, I talked about that because Kent won't refer to Aaron. Raw as Aaron Raw, even though he had his le- name legally changed to that, so um, Aaron is now referring to Kent as his inmate number when he was in prison, and now I can't get the number out of my head either. It's 0645 That that was Kent Hoven's inmate number in prison. So whenever he I, he whenever he addresses me, he's like, you know, inmate number 2017. and he goes on to this <laughs> huge thing, and all. All Kent would have to do is say "Aaron Rob," but he keeps on calling him "Aaron Nelson." Mm. Nelson was his legal name; that was yeah. the name he was given at birth. Yeah, but he changed it legally. It's on his driver's license, his credit cards, all this other stuff. Yeah, very, very funny. Um, okay, now the next thing uh, we got to talk about is this is not a great revelation. Trump is not perfect. What? You take that back, motherfucker. <laughs> but but that's all I'm going to say <laughs> now trump is not perfect but
7: it's not that donald trump is all that perfect of a guy we all know he's not and we know that it's he's not necessarily perfect in every way that we would like that's not that's not how god works
2: no that's <laughs> not how god works this is this is the probably the most blatant rationalization for, look, we know he's not perfect, but he's our guy. Yeah. He does what we want and he's our guy. Yeah. So now, apparently, according to this lady, this is from uh, the 700 Club, um, <laughs> God's not, God doesn't work that way. God doesn't work with perfection.
3: <laughs> Even though he's a perfect being.
2: Yeah. And so, like, so does that mean that also the creation wasn't perfect? Hmm. Pretty sure the creation was perfect before a talking snake fucked it up.
3: No, it wasn't the snake.
2: It was the woman. Okay, the snake went to the woman. It is definitely women's fault. (laughs) Like, the Bible's very clear that women fucked the whole thing up. Yeah. Uh, Okay.
7: He works through the ones he chooses. Right. We don't choose them. No. All we have to do is recognize them. Yeah. And when you recognize a chosen one, recognize. and you have the discernment to know that they've been chosen. And no-
2: How do you, how do you discern that? Yeah, how do you know that? Oh, when they're doing what you agree with. Yes, of course. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. He's doing the shit I want. Oh, he's obviously chosen.
3: Yeah, he's the chosen one.
2: Yeah, because Obama was just a Muslim, right? He was a Muslim terrorist. <laughs> Cuz he wasn't doing the things I wanted. He was wanted. a Muslim from Africa. Yeah. Not doing the things I wanted. Yeah. Okay.
7: Oh, that that's the will of God. Then your life will be blessed. Yes. And if you come against the chosen one of God. Ooh. Okay? Mm. You are bringing upon you and your children and your children's children curses like you have never seen. That's right. It puts a holy fear in me. Yeah, you know. And they're picking
6: the flaws out of this man that God has chosen. Oh, did I
2: say Seven Hundred Club? I meant Jim Baker. Yeah, that's Baker
6: boy.
3: What did he say? They're picking the flaws out of this out of the chosen one. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a lot to
3: pick there. They're just
2: (laughs) listen. They're just focusing on the bad stuff yeah it's not god's fault that there's so much <laughs> bad stuff in his chosen dude
3: yeah i like that joke that uh, I, I don't know if it was saturday night live or whoever but it said like trump talking about the the fake news is like how dare you watch me and then report and tell everybody what i said <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh you are speaking of news
2: you you saw the tweet that he, he sent out? Which one? Saying that he wanted to have a state-sponsored news site? No. He wanted to have state-sponsored news specifically to counter all the fake news put out by agencies like CNN.
3: Doesn't he have Breitbart already doing that? Uh, well,
2: I think he might be kind of pattering things, you know, a la North Korea.
3: Yeah. Where they have he state He wants news. to be a dictator.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, he's
3: and he's the whole reason why he likes Putin and uh and uh and Kim Jong Un un, is because uh they uh they're he's attracted to power. Yeah, and they're powerful people in their in their own countries, they can do whatever the
2: fuck they want, and
3: he wants to do the exact same thing.
2: Well, see how he wouldn't call out uh Mohammed bin Salman. Yeah, for clearly ordering a reporter who was a who was a U.S. Uh, like he, he was a landed immigrant in the US yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. citizen, but he's working in the US. They fucking order, basically take care of, get this fuck off him, yep. murder this guy. And he's like, no, nah, we're, we're sticking with Saudi Arabia
3: yeah, because, because they spend a lot of money. Exactly. He they, put, he put a dollar value on a man's life.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Let's see what else Baker boy and this other lady have to say
7: right and you don't look for a perfect person you look for the one god's chosen
3: why wouldn't god choose a better person and how do they know that like i mean how do they know that it's trump is the chosen one and not obama because if you look at any at, 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 at pretty much any metric and the u.s was better off with obama sitting in that big chair but he wasn't doing
2: the things they wanted. That's what it all comes down to. The perfect person is the one who does the
3: things that I want. The one who's actually trying to better the country by giving everybody health care. That doesn't matter. And, you know, expand knowledge and help people acquire uh, easier ways to, to, to acquire that knowledge and and, and uh, get uh, well-paying jobs. That
2: doesn't matter. No.
3: Nope.
2: Um, hey, so the next bit we got to talk about is is pastor steven anderson mr found, anderson yeah mr i found this very very interesting so this is a this is an interview that was done with steven anderson on another basically on another news channel where they do a whole they do a whole interview with him and his thing is basically we got to get rid of the gays oh, Jesus. and we got to do it by christmas um, so here's, uh, here's pastor hate. I mean, uh, pastor, uh, asshole. I mean, pastor, uh, uh,
8: Anderson.
1: No
8: homos will ever be allowed on this church as long as I'm the pastor here. Wow.
2: Never. Now if, oh my
0: God. Never.
2: Never. Now, if that <laughs> isn't the voice of acceptance <laughs> and love, love and, and charity,
3: yeah. I don't know what is. I can pretty see, you know, Jesus on giving the Sermon on the Mount saying... Never! Be Never! Fuck that guy! <laughs> Fuck that guy! Literally.
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
6: Those hateful words are from the mouth of a Tempe pastor preaching that God's word says that killing gay people is the only way to get rid of AIDS by Christmas. <laughs> he says all gays are For pedophiles. AIDS. He says the biggest hypocrite in the world is the person who believes in the death penalty for murderers, but not for homosexuals. Pastor Steven Anderson has agreed to join us tonight for an exclusive one-on-one interview. Pastor Anderson, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me on. Have you always hated gay people? Is it something your (laughs) father taught you, or is it something that you came to on your own? No, I haven't always. You know, I grew up
8: in a Christian home, but it wasn't until I read the Bible cover to cover at age 17 that I discovered the truth of what the Bible really says, because a lot of... Passages don't ever get preached from
6: the pulpit because they're simply not popular. I have to be honest, when, when I heard your sermon, it sounded like the rantings of someone who was either a hate monger or a religious zealot. And I'm
3: wondering, which are you? <laughs> I like this guy a lot. <laughs>
6: are you
3: sure this is real? It is. It is. It sounds like the onion or something. No, it's not. The guys, the, the, the questions are so no. pointed. And this guy says you read the Bible cover to cover. Yeah. And he zeroed right in on the gay thing. Yeah. But no, it's funny. So this
2: is this was done. Uh, it was done by CBS Channel Eleven, in Arizona.
3: Those questions are awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Which are you, which a hate one are- or a right wing nut?
8: <laughs> well, I'm a religious zealot, and uh, you know I love the Bible. I love God's word. I believe that the law of the Lord is perfect, and you know Leviticus twenty thirteen clearly says. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And
2: now, he's a thousand percent right.
3: That's what that is says.
8: exactly
2: what the Bible says. Yeah. And so while while he's a, a hateful asshole, um, he he's standing up there and he has the courage of his convictions. Look, this is what the Bible says. And so I'm going to Just be a following the Bible. I'm going to be a hate-filled motherfucker, and say, "Well, this is what the Bible says."
3: Well, okay. So how does he propose to get rid of AIDS by Christmas by killing gay people? Well, listen.
6: You know, as a Christian, I believe the Bible, and that's where I get my belief. But doesn't the Ten Commandments... isn't the first commandment, "Thou shalt not kill"? No, the first commandment is, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me." Okay, but it, uh, is, of course, is "Thou shalt not kill"
8: one of the commandments? Yes, it is, but. What you have to understand is that the Bible commands that certain people be put to death, not by me, not by Christians. It's obviously not my job or the job of any Christian to go out and kill anybody, and I've never taught anything like that. But uh, rather, that the government's job is to punish criminals and to execute those who committed capital crimes. And according to the Bible, homosexuality is a capital crime, and I didn't. Ding ding
3: okay, ding ding ding. Okay, wait wait wait, 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 wait. So the government is not Christian?
2: Oh no, he's what he says is so uh, i'm going he to
3: said it's, it's 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 no job of a christian to go out and kill people but it's the government's job to ki- to execute people so he doesn't want the government to follow christian rules oh no he does
2: want the government to follow Christian thou shalt not
3: kill is a christian rule yes but so how can it follow how can it follow the one uh, that gays should be put to death and not follow the one that thou shalt not kill if i had to guess and i'm gonna i'm gonna
2: re- i'm gonna reach a little bit here. I think if he, if pastor Anderson was standing in front of us right now, what he would say is no, 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 you don't understand (laughs) what the Bible says is thou shalt do no murder. But because God commands this, it's not murder. It's, It's a righteous killing. It, what are the words? Thou shalt not kill. Well, that's in a, that's in a more English translation. If you go back in, I think actually in the I think actually in the King James version, it says, "Thou shalt thou shalt do no murder." And I think that's where some of the Christians, I think that's where some of the real zealots, like he identifies as a fucking zealot, I think that's how they justify because they say, "No, no, no, murder, murder is unlawful killing. This is an unlawful killing. This is doing God's commandment." Yeah, I should kill these people, but then. His coward comes through, and he says, "No, no, no! I don't want to do this." But if we had a theocratic government, oh, if we lived in *Handmaid's Tale*, yeah, then they would do it. They would do these things. They would take people yes. out and put them on the wall. But like how do you know? Who,
3: but how do you know who's gay? Um, I don't know. Is it going to be like those other crazy states uh, in the country that where somebody gets accused of being gay and they're just killed? Oh, like like during the Salem witch trials. It's, it's a witch. It's a witch. and that happens you... today yeah. in other countries. Yeah. I saw him doing gay stuff. Oh, well, then drag him out. And fucking like in places like
2: Iran, they take you up to a roof and throw you off the fucking roof. Yeah. That's, you know, well, I mean, that's, that's a hell of a way to get cement poisoning. <laughs> but, I mean, but fuck. I, mean, like, uh,
3: I still don't understand how AIDS is going to be cured. Straight By... people have AIDS.
2: No, no, you're mistaken. (laughs) Clearly, clearly, and it's funny because I remember, I remember reading stuff like in It's like
3: vampirism. If he kills the head vampire, then there's no more vampire. Who's the top gay? (laughs) Number one gay. We have to
2: find the top gay. (laughs) And that's got to be the problem. That's got to be, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Okay, hang on. That would
3: be one fabulous search
2: that's right that's right that's <laughs> right you got find the glitter day. everywhere <laughs> and it would be fabulous
6: and write the bible what if irony of irony is it turned out that you had a gay son or a gay daughter would you want them dead as a way to cure AIDS well that's just a fallacy that it just turns out that certain people
8: are gay that's just a lie because it's
2: that's right you choose it certain you're not born
1: gay
3: no no. It's just, just like a, just like he chose to be straight. That's right. Like everybody gets to that crossroads in their life, and they choose to go one way or the other. That's right.
6: That's right. Yeah.
8: It's not random. It's, it's not something that's just going to accidentally happen to one of my wait, children. Wait, wait, how
6: do you think it happens then?
8: Well, the Bible's real clear how it happens in Romans chapter 1. It talks about how God gives people over to a reprobate mind to do these filthy acts. So it it has to do with them rejecting the Lord and rejecting Jesus
6: Christ. And And, and and I'll ask again, Pastor, and I'm not trying to be argumentative, but I want to understand that you're a man of your word. If you had a gay son or a gay daughter, what would you do?
8: Well, it's not going to
6: happen. If I did, I would have nothing to do with them. That's like
8: saying, well, what if your daughter...
3: That's love. Yeah, I'd have nothing to do with them. That's love. But it's not going to happen, so it's totally fine.
2: That's right.
3: Because if he did have a gay son or daughter... They would have rejected God.
8: Well, then so the whole of course, reprobate mind. So thing, then right? there's
3: no reason to have anything to do with them. That's right.
8: Your daughter, you know, grew up to be an axe murderer. What if your son grew up to be like Adolf Hitler?
3: Because
2: those are total equals.
8: Yeah. <laughs> so those
2: are totally Adolf equal.
3: Hitler and a gay person.
2: Exactly. <laughs> total
8: equals.
3: Yeah.
2: What the actual fuck?
8: You know, what would you do then? I mean, it's just a silly question.
6: Well, well, uh, as long as you bring up Adolf Hitler, he wanted to exterminate Jews and anyone who wasn't blonde hair and blue eyed who didn't fit into his vision of the way people should be. Isn't that, in a way, what you're preaching? That you want to get rid of anyone who isn't heterosexual?
8: Absolutely not. I'm preaching the Bible, something that he-
6: Oh,
2: what happened there? What the actual fuck happened there? Hang on. Jesus Christ. Do, do, do. I think it's about there.
6: Well, the Bible says that I'm everyone... Asking, I'm lo- asking what you believe.
8: I believe the Bible. I believe what the Bible says. And if I didn't, then I wouldn't be a Baptist. I wouldn't be a Christian you know, if I didn't it, believe the it Bible. It sounds
6: like, because you won't answer what you believe... That you're, I, I, you're I, I did answer little, what I believe. I'm hiding
8: behind the Bible. Hold on a second. I believe what the Bible says that homosexuals should be executed. Let me make myself clear. I believe that, and I've never... Going back on that for one second. So every
6: Christian believes the Bible. So or else anyone who not even really a if you believe that, anyone who is not heterosexual should die. Correct? Absolutely, of course. That's what the Bible says. You
8: you hate gay people? Yes. I'm Jewish. How do you feel about Jews? Oh, I don't hate Jews. I mean, that's just a straw man to try to compare me to Hitler. I don't hate Jews whatsoever.
6: Blacks? Do you hate black people because you said, said you still with black pray, people? Did, did, I did you say, <laughs> Pastor?
2: Like, I, I don't hate black people <laughs> I know a black guy <laughs> Yeah, I have best, a black friend I have a black friend
3: that's
6: right you prayed for the death of Barack Obama oh so so now
8: Obama and the race card comes out my church is filled with black people my church is filled with all races in fact the bible says we're all of one am I misquoting you or did you say that you pray for the death of Barack Obama well yes I did but Obama's white Obama's not black what? anyway he's yeah. half white and half black
6: so just as well right. as you can call him black I'll call him white he's a white man Some would say that just as the Taliban and the ISIS fighters have perverted Islam and made it violent to fit their vision of the world, that that's what you're doing is you're perverting Christianity to fit your vision of the world. Well, let the viewer
8: read for themselves. Let them pull the Bible off their shelf and look up Leviticus 20.13, and then let them be the judge. Intelligent people will listen to the entire sermon, AIDS, the judgment of God, and will
6: pull their Bible off their shelf and read Leviticus 20.13. Uh, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but did you say that if people perceive you as a, a hate monger or your church as a hate group, so be it? Absolutely. I don't care how people perceive me. They called Jesus Beelzebub.
8: They nailed him to the cross. And Jesus said that they hated him because he testified of their works that their works were evil that's what i'm doing that's why they hate me
2: that's not why they hate you they hate (laughs) you because you're a hateful asshole
3: yeah um what goes uh, around comes around you give out hate you're gonna get it back
2: yeah so uh our last our last news story here we've got uh we, we we need to talk about prophecy
3: I already saw, talked about prophecy. Atheists have been prophesying that Jesus will well, not come back.
2: Well, um, well, Mr. Matt Chandler, he has a different view on prophecy. Um, this is a minute and 45 seconds long of, of just hilarity. All right.
5: When we talk about uh, the gift of prophecy uh, that we see in the scriptures...
2: Such soothing What's music. What's the music, yeah. It's a, it's a YouTube video that I, I recorded, and it has just has audio going in the background.
5: Particularly uh, the New Testament, you'll find uh, people feel really strongly in a lot of different directions around the gift of prophecy.
2: I feel really strongly that it's total bullshit.
3: Like the gift of prophecy. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah. I do think what's clear in the text, the kind of imperatives that we see in the text, is that prophecy is something that we are to eagerly desire. Uh, it is something meant to build up the body, to encourage the body. Uh, we know it is something verbal uh, that there's some sort of insight that the Lord gives us. Whether
2: that's called hearing voices, <laughs> <laughs> they lock people up for that shit. Exactly. We can. Well, they give um, you really strong drugs. Yeah, Matt, Matt. We can find you a safe place. <laughs> I've said it four million times: soft walls and a jacket that ties up in the back.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, we will find you a safe space because when you're hearing shit, that's a problem. Yeah, don't do what the voices tell you. Exactly. Unless, like, the voices just tell you to eat gummy bears or something.
3: <laughs> gummy, tot- gummy, 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 yeah. gummy bears. That's
2: to- that's totally okay. If if it's if it's eat gummy bears. You know, or something like that. I could get behind that. Yeah. Okay.
3: Or chocolate of some kind. I'd do what my Rice Krispies tell me. <laughs> like
2: snack, Crackle, Pop. Okay, hang on
5: that insight is uh, a picture or a word or a scripture, uh, when we talk about prophecy, we know it from the Bible itself that we're not talking about specifically New Testament prophecy. Isn't the thus saith the Lord that we tend to think of in Old Testament prophecy? Uh, what we see in the New Testament is rather a gift given to build up the church and to... What
2: the fuck? What the actual fuck is going on with this fucking thing?
3: <laughs> Hang on. It's an well, uh, apple. Sort of no, oh, here we go. Us, Just listen
5: to this part again. Is, I don't know what uh, happened a there. A picture or a word or a scripture. Uh, when we talk about prophecy, we know it from the Bible itself that we're not talking about specifically New Testament prophecy. Is it the thus saith the Lord that we tend to think of in Old Testament prophecy? Uh, what we see in the New Testament is rather a gift given to build up the church and to encourage the church by imparting to a person. Uh, A word of encouragement that the Lord has laid on the heart of the hearer. It's to be practiced with great humility and great respect.
2: So the problem with this is, is that you think you hear this stuff. And it's like we talked about before. God always loves all the same things you love and always hates all the same things you hate. So when you get this prophecy, the prophecy fucking shocker of shocks is going to line up with exactly what you think
3: surprise surprise surprise
2: every fucking time it's gonna line up with exact god wants me to do this i also just happen to think this is right yeah well isn't that fucking miraculous <laughs>
3: no those are just voices in your head yeah and there are pills and safe spaces how come prophecy never says that god wants you to do something that you're totally against yeah and you just have to get over it and accept it that would be satan
2: <laughs> seriously it's it's that simple a fucking rationalization it's that simple no that would no i i I was watching some i was watching some youtube videos and somebody basically put the question to somebody it's like what if god told you to do x god would never tell me to do that yeah how do you know well because god would never because god would never tell me to do that because god believes the exact same things that i do isn't that fucking convenient that god would never ask you to do something that you already don't want to do
3: yeah well, didn't, the, didn't God tell Isaac to kill his son? Did he want yeah. to do that? And
2: then, no, oh, but the angel stopped him. Yeah. Don't worry about the trauma. <laughs> um, no, but it, and it's funny because people say, oh, no, the Bible talks. Fuck what the Bible says. The Bible is just a bunch of fucking stories. And I can write a story to say any fucking thing I want. And so people say, oh, no, the, the, the God told people to do lots of things. Just look at blah, blah, blah story. Well, I can write blah, blah, blah story and have it say whatever the fuck I want it. I'm talking about something real, and tangible and testable. Right now, yeah. God's, God doesn't tell people to do something they already don't want to fucking do.
5: It never stands in contrast with anything in the scriptures, but it is this personal touch from the Lord to a person...
2: Mm, personal touch. <laughs> ...person's
5: heart in a given situation where the Lord just reveals that he sees, that he knows, and that he hears, and that, that we're encouraged... By this word of prophecy, it's not magic. In that um, there are these people.
2: Hey, we agree. It's not magic. Not
3: at all. It's totally not there magic. Is no magic. Totally not magic.
5: People that are hyper spiritual, more varsity level spiritual than than others. It's more <laughs> just a- <laughs>
2: <laughs> varsity level spiritual. <laughs> you get? Do you get the? You get? Do so they get the varsity sweater? With the big yeah. J on it, <laughs> <laughs> the big J team Jesus. Yep. <laughs> the varsity level. <laughs> How do you take that seriously? Is this guy? We're, we're not talking about like he's the, at
3: varsity level, right?
2: <laughs> we're not talking. We're not talking about the varsity level yeah. of spirituality. I can't take anything more that guy says seriously. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So, but it's totally not magic, Dean. It's totally not magic. Yeah. Holy shit. An hour and 32 minutes. Almost 33. That's impressive. That's good. That's impressive. A lot of audio today.
3: Yeah, but there were good ones. Yeah. Could have, uh, spent uh, a little bit more time on Flat Earth Buddy there, but, uh.
2: Oh, he's just so, oh. I encourage everybody, just, um, try to find him. I, I, I should have, I'll write a note to myself, I'll probably never do it this way, I'll write a note to myself to, to find the title of the YouTube video. If you type in, like, Flat Earth Rant or something like that, I'm sure it'll come up. But, uh, pretty, pretty funny shit. Um, so, yeah, so that's all the shit we, we got for this week. You got anything else? No, not that's that's Are you pretty much s- it. Are you sexting with your wife? No, <laughs> that no. would be hot. I'm not. No. All right. Well, um, so yeah, we'll be back at you next week with another episode. We should. We you know. I guess what we should do is we try, We'll try to do one Monday, Tuesday next week, and then if you can't get away, then we'll still have the conversation with Ed. I'm not gonna say Ed's last name, even though it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, I won't say it I won't say it I'll let him say it for the first time on the air if he chooses uh, yeah and then we'll still have that kind of in our back pocket for something hopefully you can get away for that because I think that could be that could be interesting um, yeah so that's an hour and 34 I think that's enough trouble for us to get into for this week yeah that's uh, that's plenty yeah we will be back at you next week with another episode but until next week I have been Michael. I have been D. And we shall see you later. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.
1: This has been the CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.